Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everyone, welcome to part three of the Stompcast. We are on the final leg now. We're on the final part of this wonder. Do you know what? We were saying it was a five out of ten day, but I don't know what I really feel it's that it's clearing increased. Up. It's, yeah. It's, it's a six point five in terms of the weather. Oh now. wow, okay, it's actually it's raced ahead. Well it, I mean you've got the kind of like And you know what we've got, we've got dappled grey. We've got dappled grey rather than just like when it's just flat grey, that when it makes it feel like you're in like the matrix or something. Well there's a bit of a glow and if you look around it's I mean that's the thing, even on days we you know, we're obviously joking about it, but even on days that seem a bit grey, you can always look for the kind of the green and the colour, can't you? Yeah. You think sometimes you just stop and take a moment, you realise how beautiful, beautiful the world really is. And I, I can spot two separate kites and trees. So that's some colourful right there. There's one there. There's some colour, colour there. And one there. The poor child that realised the kite had drifted sure. off. Sure, sure, Alas. Sure. But, or maybe that just a child walked past and was like, amazing, a kite tree. Yes, I love Fantastic. that spin. We'll find a positive from every angle. I want to ask you now about your own experiences uh, in terms of, I guess, life lessons and dealing with difficult times. You had a, a nasty accident, didn't you, that you've... Well, tell us about what happened. You had a nasty accident that you've had to recover from and, yes, deal with, I guess. Yeah, I, um, I, got, I got knocked off my bike by a car. Mm. It's actually um, the second time I've been run over by a car, which is a weird mm. flex of mine, yeah. but it is true. But yes, so it was, so it was last year, so 2022, um, high summer, August. And, but yes, so I was um, at my um, very good friend Sophie's birthday and I was... Uh, leaving so I had to had something in the morning mm. yeah I got um, knocked off my bike by a car it was yeah I just kind of didn't realize how bad it was at the time I knew that it was very painful um, but then when I went to hospital it kind of was like of of the knee breaks it's kind of the worst one it was a it was a tibial plateau fracture oh, gosh. and they've got like the levels don't mm. they yeah and I think mine was the the, the last oh, level gosh. Um, and that's a nasty fracture, yeah. Which is a nasty old fracture. That is nasty. Um, and ridiculously painful as well. Very, very painful. And it was one of those, well, also, but still, Gosh. to this day, they showed me the x-ray, and I just nodded, and I was like, yeah, I see where it's broken. No idea. Mm. No idea where it's broken. Mm. Um, but, so, I think it was, the, the actual, the immediate aftermath was quite difficult, because I think I kind of thought, it, I was just going to go in, and it was going to be sprained, mm. and I just have to be gentle with it. And it ended up, I think the, the, the trickiest thing was suddenly like, oh, you're going to have to be in hospital for like a week mm. and, and have an operation. And then, and yeah, I think it was just, it basically, I got worse and worse news within the span of like three hours. Mm. So it was mm. like, at first they're like, we don't think it's broken. We do think it's broken, but it won't need an operation. It will need an operation. You're going to have to be in hospital for like, yeah, a week. And then also, yeah, I was just about to start this new job. Um, so they had to recast me for that, and I'd done all like the stunt training and everything. But yeah, but then I had to not do it. But luckily, actually, very kindly, I am now 
in that project again, mm. but just further down the line. I see, I see. Um, but yes, it was just a bit, it was kind of this weird thing where I felt like I was kind of just getting started, really, doing this kind of stuff that I wanted to do. And then everything had to stop. And I literally was kind of bedbound for like six weeks, mm. I think. Um, so I, yeah, it was a, a tricky old time. It makes you think of, um, I mean, I posted this um, on my Instagram the other day. And well, I think a lot of people related to it or kind of made, makes you think, I guess, you know, when you leave the house, you know, one of the things I noticed in day and even I end up seeing these, a lot of these people and they, they didn't leave the house in the morning expecting to be seen by me and a and Yeah. You know, you don't expect sometimes things to happen and, you know, all of a sudden... You know, I wouldn't we... have been wearing a white denim jacket if I had, because that got ruined, Alas. sadly. Yeah, that got ruined. But you, sometimes things just happen. Yeah. The best will in the world of, you know, you can practice all of your, you know, all the positive, great stuff around well-being and, you know, self-care about... You know, mindset stuff, but sometimes things just happen, and you've got to kind of deal with this curveball that yeah. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't ask for, you didn't expect, and all of a sudden something just happens. I mean, what totally. was your state of mind, I guess, in that? Because you, you walk in, and I, I, I've seen it happen. You're an A&E doctor, we'll see you, we do an X-ray, then we go, oh, that looks a bit, you know, let's do a more advanced scan, yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. you know, specialist come and goes, actually, we really need to operate on yeah, this. So yeah, yeah. this poor person's had a situation where they've kind of been quite hopeful that. It's something small, and it's turned up into a big problem. Yeah. What does that do to your? What does that do to your psychology? I guess. In you that know time? what? It's kind of yeah. It was. It's very. I think I basically didn't stop crying. Was kind of because also because I was so tight because I hadn't slept. I was exhausted. I was like emotionally drained, and also just like I find being in a hospital obviously it's very draining and very stressful, mm. and so I was just so tired, and and just wanting it to be like all fixed and just like. So I think it, it was it was really really tricky, but I the, I remember specifically the uncle nurse who was there and kind of kept on checking in on me mm. as I was waiting in between these X-rays mm. and then the 3D X-rays and all that stuff. And he was so wonderful mm. and had the best sense of humour in a really gentle gentle way, where he just like I just felt so taken care of mm. in. Yeah, and it just like just doing little things, like just like kind of checking. He's like, by the way, someone's going to be with you in five minutes. Yeah, God, it's boring. As in, like, can I get you like anything? Just really nice things like that. And but it was, it was definitely, it was definitely tricky. And but it also was kind of one of those like weird things where I was just like, even logistically, it made me realise how lucky I was to have like my family and my friends who could like, as in like physically take me to the hospital or pick me up and like then after like, I just like the idea of I don't know like is it not having someone to look because I could literally couldn't do anything for like six weeks yeah. you've got to be so and careful specifically that kind of fracture yeah because you can do a lot of ongoing damage totally um, and, and it's that mental pressure of thinking gosh I've got to make sure I get this right here as well isn't it yeah. you've got to look after it really well totally because I remember like yeah and I'm like and like the whole physio journey and stuff like that and I've been so lucky to have like you know brilliant physio but it's such like I'm still having I'm still doing like physio like every day mm, mm. because so that there's not an issue further down the line like mm. it's such a long it's amazing how long it lasts and I hope you don't want me saying but you you you, you walk with the limp at the moment yeah I yeah, mean, yeah yeah you, you, the recovery I think the other aspect that people often don't realize how long the recovery you know can be I mean even yeah. for stuff like and this is I'm this is not comparable and in the injury you've had but I did a what was genuinely usually quite a small fracture of my lateral malleolus which is basically a little bone on the outside of your ankle and I broke that and it is it is now what is it 
10 years maybe since I've broken, it still gives me a niggle. It still yeah. has prevents me. I couldn't do any, I don't particularly want to do long distance running. But if I wanted to run any particular distance. Yeah, but distance, this is the annoying initial that you can't do I, anything. I can't it's very really, annoying. And yeah, it's yeah. never become, and I think until I'd done that, and again, I'm not, this is not about a comparison of what you've experienced, but you, you kind of think, oh, you're kind of immortal. Do you know what I mean? You're kind of yeah. you think, oh yeah, of course I'm not immortal. But then think, oh no, no, but I just recover from it and get on with it. You don't realize that yeah. actually sometimes things happen and it takes a long time to get there. You might never be 100%. Totally, right? totally. I think like the thing is like with my leg, like, now it's pretty much totally fine. Like, I've mm. been walking quite a lot today. Oh, so then well, you're walking a limp, with us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. comes, but like on a normal day, it'll be kind of fine. Mm -hmm. And then if I've done like anything especially strenuous in physio, mm. it will come back or... Mm. Stuff like that, but yeah, it's just it's just a really annoying thing of being like, oh, it's you just want yeah, you just want things to be fixed and then done, and so it's just very annoying knowing that it's going to be a, a longer process than that, and just something that you have to be aware of that you didn't have to be aware of before is very annoying. How has it affected you? I guess first of all, work-wise, has it affected you work-wise? And yeah, you know, what 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 has I guess been like the long-term effects for you? Has there been any? Has it kind of changed or made you? View health in a different way, or I think I don't know. I think I, I mean it definitely immediately did have professional impact because I couldn't work for like mm. a good long while. But then I was really lucky that I kind of carried. Like I remember I did one project where like kind of when I, I mean I got it when I was still very much mm. on crutches, mm. and then but just in the first. Three, three episodes, you'll notice I, like, I don't really walk anywhere, I just sort of like lean. I see, I see. And um, that was when I was like so grateful for like writing. Like, I mean, I look back on some of the stuff I wrote when I was on very strong painkillers and it is fantastic. absolutely chaotic. <laughs> Completely but, fantastic. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like okay, <laughs> like, <best> wow, <laughs> so glad I didn't send that off. But just like being able to do it was, was kind of amazing. Um, and yeah, just getting like, I don't know, it was, it was also, it was kind of one of those really nice reminders of those relationships that you've built. That's when you need them and that's when you can use them. And then, like, friends wanting to, like, like, wanting to, like, you know, care for you and check in on you. It was really, in that way, it was nice. Would I rather it didn't happen? Absolutely. But that was, like, a nice part of it. Are you a good patient? I, <laughs> you will have to ask my mother. <laughs> I would say I was a shining beacon. <laughs> Of, of a patient. Would she say the same thing? I think she would say the same thing. Very I don't understand how she couldn't. I, I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm a really sure bad was, patient. I'm... There's a thing they say that doctors are generally quite bad patients, and I, I think, I believe that to be true, actually. Yeah. Um, should we just do one little, little yeah, thing back? Just, yeah, 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 just yeah. dump in back because we've got this noise. We're probably there not far off. Yeah, I might yeah, use the little anecdote there. Perfect. I might use the, then we'll do the fact, yeah. Um, yeah, because I had, um, a few years ago, I ended up having, it was, it was quite random, really, but I had sepsis and we don't know where it came from a blood infection it's quite sick and so on but i was really a dreadful patient i didn't want to really? yeah. lie in the bed and i was like i just want to go outside the nurse is like no you really we need to keep you know you need to stay in the bed yeah. and i really i really struggled with it and I, it's odd it, people react differently to kind of their health being challenged in a way isn't it it's yeah. kind of like oh I, i'm not able to do what i want but i want to go home it's why I can't i leave like, i remember i remember finding it like say like, i was yeah, I remember like my friends coming to, especially like early on, if my friends came to visit me, it was so lovely to see them. And then I'd get so upset as they left because I was like, they're going back to like my normal life sure. and I don't get to. And I've got sure. to like wait for all this mm. time. And, but then I think also like with the kind of accident that it was, mm. it was like a very useful thing to remember that it 
could have been so much worse. Say like if it was like a second this way or a second that way. Is that perspective? Been... Is that perspective from comfort in some way? Yeah, I think so. I think so because it just makes me like not be like quite so sorry for myself mm. all the time. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I think that definitely does help. I had a message on my Instagram actually about a week ago from someone who listened to the Stompcast and. They said they, they're not able to walk because of an injury they've had and they're recovering from. And they said that they actually find listening to the Stompcast allows them to feel like they're outside and that they're... they're, they're oh, that's so, they're, nice. so I think that is... So to shout out to, to anyone that is unable perhaps to do yeah. this walk, but they feel... Because I found that really difficult. I'm, I'm quite like an active person and I found it really, really difficult to, to not be doing anything because it would make me more anxious because I couldn't move and I couldn't like excel any energy mm. or... And we're, like we're going to do a special shout out in this episode to uh, uh, Bethany Wag, Beth Wag, who is um, uh, Abby's uh, twin sister who had uh, appendicitis, and she's had. Uh, uh, in fact, well, over the phone she told me the symptoms, and I did a doctory annoying thing and sent her in, and she unfortunately went, had a perforation of the appendix, and um, and has had a really difficult time of it so oh, we're, no. we're shouting out to Beth who listens to the Stompcast and your sister's doing a grand job working with me and we you know we're wishing you a very speedy uh, recovery yeah, so lots of, love to you. lots of love to you shall we do a health fact of the week yes please let's do it I, I, this is good fun because what happens is that Charlie um, producer Charlie puts together a health fact in here and we both kind of react to it and sometimes like oh I'm not actually sure about that one but uh, no, I was like not true not true yeah not true not yeah true. I mean sometimes there have been a tedious links but I always uh, let people know if they are sounding <laughs> a bit more tedious right I'd imagine you get a bit of a rush of adrenaline right before you get the action like let's go you're, yeah you're, and, and we talked a little bit earlier about breathing techniques kind of control the heart rate well the interesting perspective is that adrenaline can be, if used and harnessed, really, really helpful. I mean, adrenaline is produced by the adrenal glands we mentioned earlier, and it's there to, as the kind of fight or flight, the kind of deal with what's going on right now in, you know, in the situation that you're in. And yeah. if it goes too far, then you might have a panic attack or you kind of get in a situation where you're not in control. But if you can kind of harness that, sometimes that edge gives you that focus, doesn't it? I'm sure you've been in the same yeah. situation like where you know, I've got a patient coming in and say, we're dealing with a cardiac arrest. I do want a bit of adrenaline. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, come on, this is, we need to deal with this yeah. now. So it's harnessing that a little bit, isn't it, for whatever you're doing in that No, moment. and it's like, it's obviously not to the same level, but like, isn't the important, like, isn't you suddenly realise, oh, I do know these lines, because it like, just makes your brain work. Sometimes it's like, right, come on, we've got to go, we've got to do this. So yeah. I think, you know, I think, like, come on, Harry, slap into action, Jesus. And, and a little trick that I've used, and I, and I really believe that it works, is that we're not very good at distinguishing between excitement and nervousness and if you yeah. kind of trick your brain into being like well i'm, just I'm actually excited yeah 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 it works and if you tell yourself like come on let's do this i'm yeah. excited bam let's do this you can really channel that energy in a good way yeah and also it just means you care about it which i think is another really nice thing you're like oh i'm feeling this way because it matters and i'm doing something that matters do you always get nervous before and yeah oh i think definitely i mean i guess after a after a while on set that kind of disappears because it's so much like I think on stage it's totally different, like mm. it's so much more adrenaline. Um, but especially like when it's your like first day or something like that, it's so terrifying. How do you deal with one thing that's not talked about a lot is the kind of post-show high and then slump, the kind of, you know, on camera, like, yeah. like different, but I've experienced it with live TV. Like say for example, I was doing, yeah. used to do quite a lot of Lorraine out on set, I don't know, live on, you know, out and talking to, you know, people, you're going live, three, two, one, bam, do it. 
yeah. and you have this huge adrenaline and afterwards you like if the adrenaline lasts an hour then you're like oh give me my bed yeah i'm now knackered like i feel and almost sometimes you can almost feel i wouldn't say a low but a bit of a no flatness. but i know what you mean i know what you mean like it is i think it, it is a very weird um kind of roller coaster roller coaster yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and i think like you know what like i haven't done theater in ages and i think that's very different especially because it's on later like what's kind of lucky with with filming is that it's kind of done in quite a normal like day like you wake up you can wake up pretty early but it finishes you're kind of like depending on where you are you're normally like back at your flat or whatever by seven mm -hmm. or seven eight and so it kind of feels more normal but i think i remember we did the edinburgh show that i was talking about earlier that was on at 11.30 p.m. Mm. And so, like, by the end of it, we were like, ah, and just like, yeah, sure. I mean, we were like, what, 21? So we just went out. Yeah, yeah. It was like, great, amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it is a really, really tricky one. And I guess... Learning to unwind from those Yeah, things. Yeah, and I, I mean, for me, what I used to do when I finished an A&E shift is I would make sure I deliberately used to park my car about 10 minutes away from the hospital. So I'd have a 10 minute decompress walking from uh, the car. Oh, yeah, nice. And put some music on driving home. So, you know, there yeah, are ways to I do think, with yeah, it. Yeah, and I think like when I was, yeah, I, I mean, also, may I say, I am so aware that it's ludicrous that I'm comparing like... No, 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 there's no, not, no, 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 but as in like doing A&E and I was like, I actually had a really tough adjective no, 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 to no, say. No, 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 um, sure. But it's, yeah, like as in we'd often get like a, you know, a car journey back and I would like listen to a podcast or like speak to someone on the phone and... Yeah, to have your tools that. just yeah, to kind of help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got two final questions as we come to the end of the Stompcast episode. I really enjoyed okay. having you. You're very, oh, very funny. So you're very, Thank you so much. So I am, yes. You are indeed. And you're yeah. a um, gold star patient as well. Um, we know that. Mum yeah, yeah, yeah. will know that. Ten Mum out will ten back patient. you up. Yeah. She can leave it in the reviews of the Stompcast. Please gold do. star so you patient. You, you hear it. First question, what is, what's next? What is the next job that you're doing? Um, well, annoyingly, it's all very like you can't announce, which feels very chic. Let oh, it always like, oh, I can't tell. Uh, you. So I you know, have, but I'm so you just, tell me I have to wait for it to come you out. Have you have to wait for it to come out. But I've got, I've got. Well, the thing that has been announced, I guess, that I did a show at the end of last year called Smothered, which is mm. very, very funny. Which was written by Monica Heisey, and it's got uh, John Pointing and Danielle Vitalis in it. Who Danielle was in the bubble with me, and I love her, and John I also love. And um, <laughs> I love everyone. I love too, everyone. And that was really Equally. fun. But yeah, I'm just, um, I've just finished as in kind of uh, last, actually I've got one more day on Friday filming something and then I'm starting something new in about two weeks. Well, congratulations. I wish you the absolute best of luck. And I, my second question, if you were to play any role in kind of like Marvel movies or characters or whatever, yeah. or Harry Potter, what would be your kind of dream role, like fun role to play? I think it would be Thor's gay brother or James Bond's, like, um, sexy assistant. <laughs> I love that. I think yeah. really, you'd have this, you just bring some sarc to yeah. it. Sarc I think so. I'd be like, be like nice hammer Thor, and so just like, say sarky <laughs> things like that. Well, I'd, I'd very much enjoy you playing those roles. Thank you so much for joining me on the Stompcast. It's been brilliant, and I, I wish you the best of luck with everything, and of course your recovery. I know, continuing with the physiotherapy and stuff, it can be hard on the old mental yeah, toll sometimes, but, no, but you're getting you. there, you know, and that's, uh, that's the main thing. So thank you so much. One step good luck. at a time. Good luck. Let's thank do you it. so much. Oh, wait, I went in for a hug, which was... Thank you. Thank, thank you so much brilliant. for having me on. It's and Rolo's been, so been pretty good. He's, He's filthy been wet. He's filthy dirty and wet. You picked up all so of them. aren't we all? We are. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yeah. we'll see Perfect. you all soon. Now, don't panic. The content hasn't ended here. Jump on the Stompcast page, click subscribe, and you'll be able to join us on Behind the Stomp. 
This week we're going to be reflecting on Harry's career, talking about green rooms and what kind of stuff actually happens, and also a little bit more on the insights of podcast recording. See you there. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.